This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to the Principal Purpose Podcast, where principal and certified life coach Lynn Harden teaches you how to leave work at work and in between get more done with energy using her proven formula after leading three award-winning schools. And now, here's your host, Lynn Harden. Hello, everyone. I hope this podcast finds you well and that you've had a great weekend, a great week. I certainly did. I spent a week taking care of my grandchildren. They are two and one, and they're absolutely amazing. So sweet, so cute, so adorable, and so much fun. And they bring they bring a lot of joy. Yeah, I was hesitating because it is work, but not really. Kind of like what we do as principals or teachers or educators or moms or parents. It's not really work. And that's what I loved about being at the elementary school site. The sound of children is a sound of life. I used to sit in my office and listen to the kids on the playground at recess or go out there and be a part of that joyful energy. And I have to say, I got to be honest, that when their parents came back to pick them up and we said goodbye and they headed back to their house and I walked back into my home and it was quiet, I got choked up. I miss the sound of children because they are the sound of life. Now, I won't say there weren't times where there needed to be boundaries set, but it's very different with a two-year-old and a one-year-old. I don't think that they, I don't think that we set boundaries with children. I believe that we are teaching them what is expected, what is needed from them. We're always teaching. I do not believe that children are ever misbehaving. They simply don't know what is expected, what is needed from them. And that idea is also the same for adults. And I've been hearing a lot about the term boundaries. It's been popping up a lot with my clients and on social media, and in everyday conversation. So what, it, what exactly are boundaries? In my view, boundaries refer to the limits, the regulations 
that we establish for how we desire to be treated in any type of relationship, whether it be personal or at work. People treat us the way we allow them to treat us. And boundaries are one teeny tiny part of a healthy relationship, whether at home or at work. Friendships are voluntary. Work relationships are not. But still important. So as we talk about boundaries, I really want to emphasize that it is only a part of a relationship. I believe it is best to communicate our boundaries proactively. But if necessary, they can be communicated reactively after an incident. But when I say reactively, I mean coming from a place of empowerment and love and kindness and wishing to take care of both ourselves and the other person. To react is human, and there is no way that we will never react again as part of the human experience. And it may set a boundary for the short term, but in long term, building a friendship and relationships, it works so much better to communicate boundaries proactively. If you have experienced a mistreatment or disrespect from someone, particularly if it happens repeatedly, it may be necessary to establish boundaries. For example, you have a staff member or teacher who is always super late to your staff meetings. And it's important to you that they be on time because of the information that you want to transmit and the collaboration, the example that they're setting to their teammates. It may look like as a leader, you're not honoring those staff members or teachers who were on time, but maybe you haven't expressed what you need to them in a way that they can hear it. You see, many times we have a wish that someone would behave in a certain way, such as come on time, which is like an unvoiced boundary. Somehow you wish that they would telepathically know that something bothers you. That when you say, oh, it's okay, come on in, glad you're here. And then later on to the whole group, you send out an email or say, okay, it's really important that we be on time. But the actual boundary has not been established. There's not a line in the sand that they see and they understand. And possibly there may be no consequences for this boundary being crossed. It may also mean that you need to pull the mirror up and look at your own behavior. Are you modeling? Are we modeling being on time? Are we modeling the expectation or boundary that we want from others? For example, 
It was during COVID. It was a little bit longer drive for me. And I'll be honest with you, I was burned out. And I would not say that I was in the hurry in the morning to get to work. Three out of five mornings, I pulled in late. Not so late that the school bell, school had already started, but not according to the agreement when I was expected to be there. If I didn't have a meeting, I might roll in 10 or 15 minutes late. I don't say these things to as excuses or to excuse my behavior, but more to give you an insight into what my mindset was. What I was saying was, it's COVID. I have a longer drive. I'm really burned out. I don't have a meeting. No one will notice. Rather than, this is my job to be on time at this time. I will be there because this is my commitment. And I can't say that I did that at the time, but through life coaching and clients that I coach, I help them shift this mindset so that the actions are to show up on time. Now, I also had a teacher who had a long drive and was several times a week late to work, late to the contract hours. Someone including myself, would have to open up her classroom and take her kids. So before I could set the boundary with her of what it is that I needed, I had to change my behavior first. So step one is to self-reflect and see that we are modeling the expectation or we are modeling the behavior that is the expectation. This is also true for kids. If you don't want kids to hit, don't hit. If you don't want kids to name call, don't name call. If you want kids to be kind, be kind. If you want kids to be tolerant, be tolerant. So number one was modeling the behavior that I expected. And the number two was good communication. Remember, I believe that no one is ever misbehaving. So underneath this behavior, there was a cause, something that was causing, you know, cause and effect. There was something that was causing this. So I had a private conversation with this teacher that started with, I've noticed that you're coming to work late and I wanted to let you know that I'm concerned for you. What's going on? Is there something happening in your life? Is there something that I can do to help? Let's talk. The third step is to let them know what you expect, to let them know what the boundary is. In this particular case, set up a private conversation. And the way this would go is to ask them personally for a private time to have a chat, a chat that works for them. Is it better before school for you, or is it better for after school or for at lunch? I just want to continue our conversation about the time that you get to work. Let them know they're not in trouble, that you just want to continue the conversation. So set up a time that works for them and for you too, so give them choices. And then when you meet in private, keep it simple. 
Let them know what it is that you expect, what it is that you need, what the boundary is. For example, I need you to be at work during your contract hours. You may feel like that you're asking too much. That may be a thought. Or you may have a thought that this really isn't that important. I don't want this teacher to be unhappy with me. But when you express a boundary, it's important to be direct, respectful, and there not be a lot of wiggle room or confusion. There can be a tendency to over-explain, and that will actually weaken our stance. So try to keep your reasoning short and sweet. One simple sentence for why is more than enough. And if the employee or teacher keeps pushing to have a deeper conversation about it, but, but, but my situation is different, and if they still don't understand, then you can reevaluate it. But continue to come from a place of respect and that this is the boundary. And you might want to also practice, encourage, I want to encourage you to practice saying no. No is a statement. No is a complete sentence. You can also practice statements that are almost like saying no, but you might feel a little more comfortable. Phrases like, I wish I could honor that, but not at this time. Saying no to something frees you to say yes to something else. It allows you to show compassion not only towards another person, but also yourself. As we approach the end of the school year, when we're all tired, we're all ready for a break, behavior or boundaries may loosen up a little bit. Remember, it's not personal and that you have the skills to bring those boundaries back in or set new ones. I suspect there may be some teachers approaching you about changing their grade level or changing what their master schedule is or changing what they are teaching. Remember, just model the behavior that you are expecting and with grace and kindness, let them know what it is that you need in very simple, direct terms. And if you have to say no, say no or soften it with not at this time, maybe another time. This is how it needs to be now. And remember, when someone crosses that boundary or ignores a boundary, it's never personal. And next time, we'll talk more about when that happens, when someone, after a very direct request for a boundary, continues to cross it. Thank you for listening. Be well. Enjoy the rest of the time that you have with our children. Enjoy the joy and life that they bring to us all. And take care. We'll talk soon. And if you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe. And also take a few seconds to give the show a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to. 